Hey, this is Romy. And this is Aaron. Thanks for listening to our podcast where we talk all about relationships. Ladies, how guys can break your bed, not your heart. How to attract that partner of your dreams. And heal from the wounds that past relationships have left us with. It's going to be hot. And funny. With real stories to help you get your questions answered. Let's go for a ride. All right, guys, we are back. This is episode 12. Romy, we are here and it's going to be an amazing one. I 12 is awesome. I know. Right? Yeah. We're doing good. We are doing and good. People are doubling. Numbers are doubling. Well, numbers right? are doubling. Tripling. We are having such a great response yeah. and people are coming back and giving us great reviews. We're super excited yeah. that we're actually helping people because this is all everyone. what it's all about. Yep. We love this. It's a, it's a fun thing to do too for us, right? It is. Like seriously. But I love that people are getting just engaged mm-hmm. and actually learning and the text and the feedback and the stuff coming in that I've been hearing is yeah. just mind blowing right. and it just uh, confirms that we're on the right track. Is that fair? Agreed. Yeah. So we love that. We do. We love that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, every week we want to come, we want to come up with something that's not necessarily, um, it's, it's not just something that you would read in a book per se. Right. We want to always provide experiences. We also want to provide more context. We have done our homework. Yeah. But at the same time, we want you guys to know what what it looks like from the real perspective, you know? And I think that's something that's been missing, and that's part of the reason why we started this podcast. Yeah. It's not just simply about like, oh, here, read this book. It's about like, here's how you apply it because this is real. This happened to us last week or whatever it is. Yeah. And so. So we both love self-help books. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Love them. Sure. I'll go to Barnes and Noble, buy self-help books. I love it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think the difference is we're bringing a self-help book to life. Sure. Right. And we've already prefaced several times with, we are not therapists. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> First of all. Yeah. Right. So that is not our target. Right. Audience. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, I think we're just kind of bringing the words out of the self-help book to life. Right. And very, very exciting stuff, uh, but we definitely don't. We try not to repeat the same topics. We always come up with something fresh and new. Those are the texts that I've been getting. Yeah. Um, people, one said, I love your voice, right? And <laughs> another job, one Romy. was like, ooh, Aaron. Oh, ooh. whatever. Right? And I was just like, we, we get it. Yeah. We get it. We're sexy. Okay, <laughs> we get it, right? So, um, but yeah, super exciting stuff. So tell them what we're going to talk about today. Do you mind if I change things up really fast? I don't mind at all. It's okay, your podcast. So- Guys, this is what's so beautiful about it. Romy loves to roll with it. I do the same. So a couple episodes ago, we did this kind of like a how to improve your dating profile. Yeah. Um, episode. Oh, that was so fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was fun. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. It was just that crazy was that you showed up. fun, crazy, like, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I connected with this girl on Hinge just like, well, it was this morning. And so I wanted to share a little bit. Yes, do. So guys, this is just funny to me because if you've listened at all, um, you know, to prior episodes, you know a little bit about me and what I'm looking for in a partner. And this girl is pretty cute. Um, Oh, she's very cute. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to give away her name. Aaron doesn't lack in that department. Okay. (laughs) They're all hot. And I look at 
<laughs> I look at the people he connects with and I'm like, show me your tricks, okay? <laughs> right? I haven't been on dating apps for a while except for when we did that episode, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I downloaded it for that right. and then I deleted it, right? right. Um, but I'm just like... I think I would have better luck now, like mm-hmm. with new pictures, because we're talking two and a half years later, probably. Yeah. And I look different, right? Yeah. And I think I like age well. Mm-hmm. So that would be crazy to see what I could get. But anyway, back to you. Do you, that experiment. You attract hotties. So the reason, well, the reason <laughs> I wanted to share this was because if if you know me a little bit, you can probably get a sense of what I was thinking as I was going through this. So this individual, the first oh, no. prompt that she puts on, she's like, if loving this is wrong, I don't want to be right. Okay, here's what she put. Fall. Oh, that's beautiful. The weather is perfect. Football is back on TV. It's the state-of-the-art holiday season. And yeah, I think pumpkin is delicious. I'm like, great. Good for you. And then what? the last sentence. Why are you being rude already? I'm not trying to be rude. That, no, that's, that's good. That's cute. Sure. Gosh. Last sentence. Last sentence, but it isn't even a sentence. It says basic and proud, period. And I'm like. What was the topic above it? Fall, weather, TV, holiday. Oh, that was her bio thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was asking. Like, well, it's a prompt. No, it's it's part of the profile. It's the first one that she put up there. You can organize oh. prompts how you want on the app. Okay. Maybe she didn't pay attention to that. But the thing that I want to point out was that last sentence or last fragment basic and proud i was like oh interesting let's keep scrolling and she's got some great pics with friends oh she's so cute oh she's got kids i love it she's open to kids i've got kids so that works well on the left but anyway yeah here's the thing that was like really tripped me up something that's non-negotiable for me is i won't date someone who still has commercials on their spotify account (laughs) okay guys Here's the thing that was like, are are you, wait, what? So you all know that like you can pay for Spotify and you don't have the commercials, right? Right. So she's saying, if you don't pay for Spotify, then you can't be with me. I don't want no scrub. That tells the big, well, yeah. But a scrub to what? Entertainment? Like, how do you spend your life? Like, what is important to you? That's why I go back to that initial prompt. I'm basic and proud. Okay. I think you should date the friend on the left. I'm still going to go back to that. Anyway. So then we connect. And I'm like, you know what? I don't got time to play these games. So here's open to shoot her straight, right? So she invites me to chat. And I go, shoot. I only have Apple music. Guess we're not meant to be, wink. <laughs> and then I say, any other non-negotiables I can, fall, I can fail for you? And, I say, and, I, and then I just say, lovely smile, by the way. So she knows that I'm not just some right. dick, right? You're not being an ass. Right. Well, not an entire one. No, but but Half here's the thing ass. that bugged. This is the thing that blew my mind. I'm like, she can't, she can't let go of this basic, biatch stuff. Like, get out of my system. Okay, well, re- explain this for a minute. Uh, basic and proud. What does that mean? I'm not. Hip. So to to me, like the general term as I understand it, a basic person is someone that just goes about life and just lives by oh, whatever pop culture is. Or whatever. She's Is into that the basic. She's into trends. She's into whatever's on TV. She speaks and acts and eats and all the things that are portrayed by the media. And there's no depth. There's no real passion for something outside of herself. There's no service. There's no like anything that's like deep. It's just like I live my life based on just what happens in social media. 
So her response was, I can live with Apple Music, I suppose. Do you have commercials on your Hulu account? <laughs> what? And then she says, thank you for the compliment. And here's, here, here's my response, okay? You guys are getting the play-by-play, and I she hope that's kidding. okay. What? She wasn't kidding. No, and that's oh. why I was like, are oh. you? Because like, that's I what I did on joke. purpose. I wanted to understand, is there real depth or not? Sure. And granted, like, this isn't the end of the story. She might come back and be like, you just stole my heart because I'm also into these things, and this is what I'm doing. And I could be completely wrong. Why don't you tell her, you should have told her that our podcast is on Apple and Spotify and that she should start listening. And she doesn't have to wait for commercial. Right? Yeah. And we're commercial free for an hour. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay. So she, she sent that prompt and then I came back and I just said, between writing a fantasy novel, conceptualizing a wellness resort in my relationship podcast, I haven't haven't made Hulu, Netflix, et cetera, a priority. So if I did have Hulu, I guess it would have commercials. And I get the laughing emoji. Uh-huh. And then I just said, what are some passions you're pursuing at the moment? I love that. Yeah. So. She says she's basic. <laughs> right? She, I go, what's basic is an illusion. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What's normal and basic for the spider is chaos to the fly. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I love that. So that's why I led with the prompts basic. that I did. You know, who knows? She can come back and be like the most just refined woman there is out there i have no clue but the prompts and how the responses happened it seems pretty basic to me and that's not she bragged about it's it. not an alignment oh, yeah i could never right yeah you know me everything yeah. has to be full color full speed full, right we got tattoos oh. red hair yeah everything we live life in lots of color mm-hmm. i could never imagine putting basic bitch on my profile are you kidding me right now i'm a freaking queen no it's not oh happening. i mean if uh, that... to be continued yeah to be continued right? so she hasn't responded yet no. you can't leave the audience hanging here <laughs> she hasn't responded she might unmatch so, with me so da, we'll da, find da, out right yeah. to be continued exactly perfect so the reason, Perfect. part of the reason I shared that as that. well is just because the t- <laughs> it ties in with the topic because we're going to talk about how to develop a strong relationship with yourself to have an amazing relationship with a partner. And that discovery process, yeah. you, it's, it's much more than basic. You can't be basic if you are going to do self-work. No. And so like for me, it was just like, I know a ton about you if, in fact, this is confirmed that you really are basic. Yeah. And that is not my type. And I don't think that's really anybody's type unless they're basic as well. And then, like we talked about in the last episode, you only rise as high as your partner will rise with you. And that doesn't mean that they have to be on the same exact level every part of the day. Sometimes it's going to be that, like, oh, my gosh, maybe they're younger and they just haven't had enough life experience. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't date them because they can be – super fast in learning at the same time they may have like other things that they bring to the table that are super interesting but this the, world needs everybody is that correct yeah it really does it does so we're not here to stab people no i mean i have no. and i will again <laughs> right catch me in a mood and be a i dude, know maybe I we're will. gonna go there as we start kicking that <laughs> off on a general basis we love people we're not here to stab people but i was driving to um, where I sell my juice in yes. the kiln in Lehigh. Yeah. And I was looking at these two people in the car, and I was just like, huh, okay. They're probably content mm-hmm. today. They're mm-hmm. probably content. <laughs> and I was thinking, what's content? And why are you judging them? 
they're just driving past you. <laughs> and I thought, how many people in life are just content basic? Yes. Is that fair? So many. And they go, they, they aren't necessarily self-loving, you know, mm-hmm. because you see that they probably don't work out a lot or yeah. they, they go through the motions. Yes. And they're half asleep. They just walk around half asleep, mostly because they don't have my juice. But, right? I think to myself, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're in the car judging them. And guess what you're doing? The same thing every morning, right? Yep. I do. Yeah. And I go to Starbucks and turn my brain off like a robot. And I pull into the line that looked like a concert line today. And I was just like, woo, right? Little lights marching like ants. What does Tim McGraw say? Whatever. I don't remember. Um, and I'm pulling in and I'm like, just kidding. wow, you are kind of basic. Aren't you? You do the same thing every day. We you go do. to Starbucks and you get the same drink and you get the same, right? Egg. Mm-hmm. But I, the whole reason was I was looking at these people and I was just like, they're content. Yeah. That just reminded me because she said, I'm basic and proud, right? Yeah. And everything in me is just like, no, like we need to live in color and, yeah. you know, have things exciting. Not every day. Yeah. Last week was ridiculous for me in a very hard way. Mm-hmm. But I think basic okay so you're talking about loving loving yourself yeah and obviously transitioning into how to put that with a partner right but explain to the listeners why is it necessary Mm -hmm. however you want to you know why is it necessary to have i would say self-love and worth you're going to be way deeper than that but (laughs) because right that's just jumping to conclusions but why is it so necessary for people to have a strong self-connection? Mm-hmm. Ooh, good one, Romy. Good job. Um, to develop strong relationships. Yeah. So going right back to this, that last line yeah. that we introduced from that dating app, that profile, basic and proud. On the inside, that is a great way to be able to frame yourself where you feel okay about your patterns of monotony and the reality is looking on the outside from a i'm not saying that i'm completely healthy but from the outside looking in if there's truth to what we just talked about it's it's not basic and proud what it is (laughs) i don't want to say this i'm not i'm not trying to jab here but when someone says basic and proud to me what that means is they're in denial And at the same time, they're hurt. They're hurt. And it's just, that's what I'm proclaiming to the world. Yeah. It's like, I can only take this much right now. Because nobody wants to just be average. No. But the thing is... My whole point, not to cut you off... No, you're good. ...that I went off on that tangent was I saw this couple together in the car Mm -hmm. and I thought, I didn't think, man, those people are basic, right? Yeah. But I literally thought they were on the same level. Yeah. So it worked for them. And I think they were just matching energy and on the same frequency, right? They both probably go to Starbucks every day, including me, but you know, don't work out a lot, like those types of things, but it's okay. It works for them because they're on the same frequency. Right. That was the whole point. And when you just said that, it reminded me, that's why I brought that up. Yeah, and so to your point, it's like, well, if we want to have an amazing relationship and we're saying, well, why, how does, how does this play into it? You know, how does self-love, how does self-compassion, how does like truly working on ourself, how is that going to create that for us? 
So and I always say if you want people to be interested. Mm-hmm. Be interesting. Be interesting. That's right. Right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that saying. I didn't come up with it. Yeah. I put the words together, so I guess I can take credit and put it in little <laughs> italics. Well, and, and the thing is, is like, you know, I, in terms of pop culture and all that, I, I, I'm not ragging on any of that. Yeah. Like, it's great to have outlets. It's great to enjoy good times with friends and, and experience those things as well. But I'll, I'll be honest, like, if I'm sitting in a social situation and people start dropping these, like, movie lines where they start doing saying, I'm usually like, haha, that's cool. It sounds funny. And I have no clue what the movie was in many cases. Oh. It's not because I'm socially inept and I just sit in a, you know, sit and stare at the wall all, all afternoon or all evening. That's not me. But the but, listeners know though, if you start, if they start talking to Xbox to you, that you'll be good to go, right? <laughs> you will hold whatever. your own in the Xbox department. Only if it's NBA 2K. All day long. <laughs> all day long. <laughs> no, but. But that's that's another thing too. It's just like, what have we become? We've become such a society that is like, when we say basic, we're all in denial yeah. and we're hurting. So how can we have a healthy, amazing relationship if we're only willing to do the bare minimum? And it's like, well, that's all I can handle right now. Yeah. And that's what I want to talk about today. It's how do we raise up a little bit more without killing us inside? Because it's hard to take that leap of faith. It's hard to take even 10 minutes out of our day where we're already stressed. But yet there's this longing to actually have a healthy relationship. And you might be in a marriage that's sucking. You might be in a marriage that's just complacent. That's kind of what we're talking about too. You could also just be out of a divorce and trying to figure out all the things and how to heal and all of that. And that's kind of where we wanted to head. There's... What is there, four different areas we wanted to talk about? Yeah. Uh, sexual self. Yep. Spiritual self, emotional self, intellectual self. Yeah. I'm going to stop you. Please. One minute. Okay. Uh, maybe a minute and a half. Okay. Okay. So it was pretty cool, uh-huh. right? I own the juice company, for those who don't know, but I sell sometimes during the day mm-hmm. out of Kiln and Lehigh. Right. This is a shameless plug. Okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but I own it and it's my podcast, so I can do it. Right. Okay, go for it. Um, the reason I bring that up mm-hmm. is because today, mm-hmm. instead of selling out of the cafe, I put my juice on a cart with samples mm-hmm. and I pushed it around the building to different offices, different desks. Right. It's Was this something you'd done before? Never. Okay. Right. So Kilman Lehigh, for those who don't know, is amazing. Mm-hmm. And there's hundreds of people in there all the time and people rent out spaces, tiny spaces, big spaces and for business meetings or to just work by themselves privately because they don't want to just be at home. Yeah. Like whatever. It's a big co-working Super space. Super huge. What is it? A co-working space. Co-working facility. space. And, and they have multiple facilities. Best actually. decorations ever. Yeah. Best aura ever. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And the owner's dope. So yeah. uh, I love it there. Right. So the point of this is I'm pushing this through and I get to the first person. <clears throat> I use my fob key, get in, boom. Right. And I'm getting to the first person. And he is just like, I'm buying one. I don't need a sample. I'm buying one. Wow. Nice. So I get down the hall. Right. As I go through this, it was pretty freaking cool to see people. And I will say, loving themselves. Awesome. Because part of self-love is physical. It is. Right? Yeah. Uh, the gym, which yeah. I'm sucking at lately. 
Uh, but I have noticed a decline in mental health mm-hmm. because the gym has taken a toll because I'm so busy with business. Right. So that is a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty cool to see people. You see them staring at it. Like, what's the decision? <laughs> right? It's just juice. <laughs> but it's an expensive juice. Yeah. It's not a cheap $2 monster from the cooler. Yeah. It's a juice. Right. Right? And so they look at this and I see people like, I'm going to do something good for myself today. That's cool. Right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk at the end about how do we, how do we, what, um, what do we need to do to maybe some steps or something, right? Sure. If you want to create more self-love, like mm-hmm. actual steps for people okay. that they can take. Yeah. Like a to-do checklist. Aaron loves that. I love checklists. He loves checklists, right? Oh, my gosh. But she it was know, really cool. Notice there's sarcasm there. Off topic. Just to see people choosing self-love today yeah. uh, through a health benefit. Yep. So I just had to share that. I love but it. But, yes, we're going to be talking about the four topics. We're going to start with sex. Ooh. Shul- always start with sex. Self. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Sexual. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> We need a little thing being played in that, right? Yeah. Like Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Let's get it on. <laughs> right? That's my favorite part. <laughs> Out of the core four is my favorite. Well, why don't you lead us off? So how how does someone actually, I mean, we can we can take it from different perspectives, but just in general, yeah. whether, regardless if they're recently divorced, they're single, or they're in a marriage, how does someone sexually have not only deeper self-love, but how do they have a stronger relationship with themselves? Because it's not always about love, love, love thyself. It's it's going to be great one day and kind of tough the next. I think you have to understand a few things, right? Um, you have to understand through masturbation what you like. Mm. That's just the way it is. Okay. Because if you're single, mm-hmm. you know, you're mm-hmm. still going to, if you have a sex drive, Mm-hmm. You don't want that shut off. Mm. Do you see? Yeah. And I've gone through phases where it has been shut off before. Yeah. And that's a dangerous thing. So what do you say to the people that don't necessarily believe in masturbation? What can they do? Are there people like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them to Blue Boutique. They'll start <laughs> <believing>. Okay. <laughs> right? We can go there together. It's going to be a hell of a journey. I didn't even really find Blue Boutique that well. But it's pretty gnarly. I, I don't know. Right? I don't know of a place. And in people Utah would that say I'd the sex that. shops in Vegas, right? And yeah. I'm just like, oh, God. it's all the same. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot I do stuff. not shy mm-hmm. about that stuff anymore. Not that I'm a connoisseur, but yeah. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. My mm. friend in California, uh, he has a husband now, right? For mm. 10 years. And he says, man, he sends me this meme. He goes, you tell the post office to keep this shit discreet. And it literally says anal sex toy on the cover of the package. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, that was funny. (laughs) So uh, I guess he's masturbating or doing something with that. Um, No, no, I think to have a, a, I think to have self-love, part of it in all seriousness Mm. is um, sexual health. Yeah, it is. With yourself. For sure. Okay. You have to know. What you like. What you like. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of very minor. That's a very minor okay. thing. To me, it's about when you don't have someone mm. and you don't want to just go out and have 
cheap intercourse and one night stands, mm -hmm. which I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. I have, mm -hmm. but I don't want to anymore right. because I have more self-love and self-worth. Right. So then that changes, right? Yeah. So for me, I masturbate because I don't want to lose the connection with myself mm. sexually. Interesting. I want it to be maintained mm -hmm. so that when I do have someone that I'm doing that with, I kind of, they just pick up where I left off, <laughs> right? Because I don't want to lose that. Mm. I don't. Because a lot of people, I saw my mom do it. Mm -hmm. My dad, right? Mm -hmm. He got into a ski accident, got cancer, yeah. you know, all of these things and passed away. And that portion she kind never, of. never, yeah. never remarried, mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. And she's been single I want to say 30 plus years now. So if I understand you right, Romy, what I'm under, what I get is that you are, when you don't necessarily participate in something like that, yeah, you're essentially shutting off a part of yourself. If you're not together with someone and having intercourse, is that what I understand? Yeah. Okay. Right. Because otherwise it becomes groundhog day. Mm. And I say that a lot, but it okay. becomes Groundhog Day. What do you do if you're not like sexually engaging with somebody? Mm -hmm. If you're not on dating apps or actively trying to find someone or, yeah. you know, passionate about those things. Right. Then what are you doing? Yeah. You literally wake up, get your coffee, mm -hmm. go to the gym. Honest, right? Yeah. Like it's Groundhog Day. Yeah. Take out, take out, just be alone. Mm-hmm. And take out all of the stuff that a, a partner would involve. All yeah. the fun stuff, right? And we've talked about this the other day. Yeah. That it's total Groundhog Day. Yeah. And the days blend into each other, okay? Mm -hmm. Somebody makes life exciting, does it not? Sure. And then sex is to another level. Sure. I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you do too. Yes. Right? I am a thriving 41-year-old woman. <laughs> yes. I will be proud of that. Good. Right? So <clears throat> I always think like... Yes, it's a lot more fun with a guy, mm -hmm. right? But for women, the stimulation that we can receive just with a vibrator, mm -hmm. let's just get to it, um, you know, is is pretty similar. <laughs> it's pretty, you know, like for a quick fix, I'll say that. Yeah, right? I was going to say like for a woman, it's a lot more. That's another reason why it's so beautiful that the women's minds are a ball of yarn. Yes. Because even, even from a sexual perspective, and I, I know that I'm speaking for women and I'm a guy, but like, if it weren't for that, guys could be SOL. Yeah. <laughs> because there's an emotional connection. I mean, women can go through the act. They can treat it like a job. In fact, there's a lot of women that are paid for right. this very thing. But I've been thinking about that. But at the same time, there's <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm like, God, but, how but much there's this, there's the emotional part. There's the intellectual part. There's this connection part that a woman sees that a lot of times the guys turn a blind eye to when it comes to sex. And so it's really cool that that actually is there for a woman if they are actually connected to themselves. Sure. And so I, I don't want to take us too far down this rabbit hole, but I do want to share something really fast for me, please. In terms of sex, in terms of masturbation, I don't want the, I don't want our listeners to get the idea that it's just about self-love. I don't because the thing is, it's about a relationship with self. Some days are good. Some days are bad. And it is the process of building self-love is that building that relationship with yourself. What? That's just one part. Totally. Yes. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. The, because the, the thing is, is when you're developed, just like if you're having a relationship with another individual, you got to think of it 
in that light. So one of the things that I've learned when I've coached other people, um, that's super helpful is to give their ego a name or maybe they have multiple personalities <laughs> and they have different names for these people. But like, even if it's just your sexual self and I don't want you guys to think like you can be somewhat psychotic about this. Cause I'm not going that, I'm not going that direction, but it's important for us to, when we do check-ins to have awareness in the first place of what's going on in our body. And then we can address the heart and the mind. And I'm talking about though, if you're single, I know. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to clarify. I, I so get it. So if you're it. single mm -hmm. and you're having a relationship with yourself, right? Yeah. From a that sexual perspective. Self-love, self-worth is mm -hmm. in those categories. Yeah. But thank you for clarifying, making it a bigger yeah. situation because that's what we want to cover today, right? Yeah. Then yes, uh, taking care of yourself sexually right. is a part of it. Right. For sure. Here's the thing though, what I'm trying to say, because this is playing devil's advocate in it in it's just important for people to understand because sex addiction is a real thing. Yes. And, and this is where, <clears throat> excuse me, you can take something that's very good and very healthy and it can be spun up in a light that is not good at all. And it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same act. And it, it, there's like we talked about earlier in the prior episode, there's a difference between intimacy and sex. It can be one in the same, but they're not always the same. And so when we talk about, you know, masturbation, for example, yeah. there's a lot of people that are actually addicted to masturbation. Yes. And, and so when you think about the idea of like, oh yeah, it's healthy to masturbate. It's a, it's healthy to explore your body. Da, da, da. You take someone that's not in the right frame of mind. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, I guess I can justify doing this every 10 minutes or whatever it is, you know? Sure. And, and that's, and that's where it's not Are you saying that's not that's, good. Well, that's not self-love. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not, that's not actually building a relationship. So I'm you, kidding. when I say like create a name for your ego or create a name, even for just the sexual side of yourself, go ahead and do it. But what you need to do with that is treat it like a real relationship. Right. Let's say that you're completely drained, but your body is saying, man, but I have this sex drive that I've got to, I got to let loose. Or whatever it is. Right. Not every night is the woman or the guy going to say yes to sex. Just like any other relationship. There needs to be this internal, like, I don't want to say coherence. There needs to be awareness within yourself to say, is this healthy? Do I feel like this is a good time to engage and do this? I have maybe like, maybe it is. But maybe I have like six other things that I've got to get done before tomorrow. What really takes more precedence. Right. And so maybe it, like in my case, I, I don't have a name for mine, but for my ego, I, I should probably, I guess, but let's just say Matt, you know, like right. if I've got this, if I've got this guy named Matt that I have here and Matt's coming to me and say, Hey, let's, let's go, let's do this thing or whatever. Like I have to be able and be wise enough and healthy enough to be able to look at and say, Hey Matt, you know what? That's cool. Yeah. Let's go do that another time right now. I've got these things I got to get done. I, th that's, that's just funny. an idea, idea to, to use. But when we're talking about developing a stronger relationship with self, it isn't just like explore yourself sexually. <laughs> Have so much fun. It is important to know your body. It's important for you to take that time for yourself alone to develop that relationship, yeah. not a sexual addiction. Okay. So let's scratch the masturbation. Who says you have to scratch well, it? I'm not going to scratch it. I'm saying 
for right this second. Okay. And then say, <laughs> but it's good to know yeah. what you want. Yes. Okay. Um, when you do find your person. Exactly. Right? So that is, I think, what we're talking about, right? It is. With sexual self yeah. and the relationship with yourself sexually. Yeah. Right? It's not obsessive compulsive no. masturbation a hundred times a day. <laughs> I'm sorry, crowd. Did I? Did, no, but some people can take it. it you meant? give them an inch and they'll go a mile. Well, so I just wanted to I clarify. I was speaking to the more intelligent listeners <laughs> because, damn. Okay, I was assuming people knew that we still have to have jobs and stuff. Um, <laughs> my bad, but no, I'm teasing. You. But yeah. Right? Yeah. And so masturbation is just one part of it, it right? Is. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, ooh, so taboo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, everybody's doing it, right? <laughs> so hopefully they are. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Um, I do have a friend, and she says, I have broken so many vibrators. And, <laughs> oh my and I'm gosh. like, you broke them? How did you go? <laughs> Seriously. She's like, I, I duct taped this, this last one. different times. And I was just like, ah. Wow. I, how do you break that? I, nope. Sex toy companies need to know who she is. I have had the same one for lots of years, right? Wow. Um, I will say, though, I did not get any sex toys until after the divorce, uh-huh. right? And obviously, I was married, so I was getting it whatever, mm-hmm. whenever mm-hmm. I wanted. Um, so, oh, that's good. So, I was maybe lacking mm. that part mm-hmm. with... The relationship with myself yeah while i was married yeah we, that was what we were going to talk about yeah. today um and by lacking that mm-hmm. we ended up having pretty vanilla sex yeah so this is good that i'm talking about this um because i wasn't in tune with what my body wanted after my divorce and i am not the only person to say this there are hundreds of women and some of them are my friends right yeah, yeah. that say do you notice that the sex gets better after you get a divorce? <laughs> and I was thinking, okay, let's preface though. Yeah. In all fairness, mm-hmm. you are in a committed relationship with somebody that maybe for years, mm-hmm. it's going to die down. <laughs> so we cannot, in all fairness, even though my ex-husband was a douchebag for mm-hmm. what he did, mm-hmm. I cannot get on board yeah. with comparing my marriage sex <clears throat> yeah. to tinder sex oh yeah okay is that fair yeah so but i can say that if i would have maybe masturbated more in my marriage i would have knew what i liked and after i got the divorce Mm -hmm. i started speaking up and that was the difference i started speaking up to partners what i wanted yep and i didn't give a shit yeah. Because there was this tiny time where I was like, you're just a se- sex object to me. <laughs> I'm getting way off topic. But <laughs> you're just a sex object to me, <clears throat> and I really don't give a shit about your feelings. Yeah. Okay? Those are on dating apps, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't really care. And so I got me. Yeah. I got me. Yeah. Right? And I know it sounds terrible, but I don't care because that's the truth. So, you know, I got what I wanted. And because I was masturbating after the divorce... And going on dates on dating apps, not for good reasons, <laughs> right? Right, right? Just to get mine. Yeah. And Just to get money? Mine. Oh. <laughs> get mine. Ooh, money. Just that made kidding. me sound like a hooker. <laughs> no, I wish I was cool enough to have <laughs> sex for money. Uh, I'd be driving that Porsche. 
is what would be happening I actually there. went on a date with a girl purposely just to find out what it was like being a prostitute. I did not have sex with her. <laughs> I only I kissed her, but I didn't do anything more than that. If because I the whole intent was to understand the psyche of somebody that is in that space. Leave it to Aaron to go on a date with the hooker. <laughs> Right, just to find out what's in their brain. It's so true. I believe you. <laughs> so, I believe you. And she's an amazing woman. Did you tell her? I actually don't want to have sex with you. I just want to get in your mind. And she's like, what? That would have been dumb because she would have been like, I don't even want to go on a date with you anyway, just for bringing that up. Right. But no, like I just never gave her a reason to believe it was going any further. Hollywood Boulevard, son. You're driving by like, I just want to hear what you're thinking. <laughs> Can about. I interview you for the next 30 minutes? <laughs> right? And they're just like, no, what? No, pineapples. I'm oh, out. gosh. So, no, I got way off topic, but it is a good point. Yeah. Because you start recognizing and yeah. building a relationship with yourself through dating, through the divorce process and things like that. Yeah. And I actually feel like I'm the most sexually healthy that I've ever been. Mm -hmm. Age helps too, okay? Mm -hmm. But I'm not obsessive with my vibrator. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm a healthy sexual being. And I know what I like. And I'm not afraid in the bedroom to tell a man what I like. Yeah. Right? And I am totally down if they tell me the same thing. Yeah. Totally cool. Yep. So building that relationship... We're going to move on. But sexually with yourself is so important for all of those reasons. Yeah. And I, I just kind of want to cap that off yeah. by saying, Romy, thank you for sharing that experience, you know, with your ex, because so many of us, whether we're dating, whether we're in a marriage or whatever it is, we like you can get your fix of sex. Like you said, I, I could have sex with my ex but then at the same time, because I didn't really know myself, I didn't even know what I liked. It was, it's different than it is now. And it's not about comparing, but that's, that's the beauty of it. Right. We've talked before where there is a stark difference between just having sex and an actual connective experience, yeah. like actual intimacy. And I used to have just sex off these dating apps. Okay. Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. And back then, I thought that was okay. Yeah. Which only shows where, where I was you're at. at. Yeah. Is that fair? Yep. And then I started getting healthier mentally, and it's a true story, I promise you. Yes. And I started developing self love and self worth, right? All yeah. these things. And all of a sudden, the one night stands that I was having, okay? Mm -hmm. Call myself out, I'll say it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All of a sudden, they started going away on purpose. Yeah. And I go, I would never. And it doesn't make people bad that do it, okay? But I say, I would never do that now. It yeah. just was showing me where I was at Yeah, and, mentally. And, and without going into like so much detail, a great gauge, if you will, yeah. of your healthiness or your of your relationship with self as it pertains to sex or intimacy is really like, <laughs> is the weight, not the weight, but like the value that you place on it yeah. in a relationship. Because what you, how you value yourself, not as an object, you might still view yourself as an object and that, and that's unfortunate, yeah. but the value that you place on the actual intimacy part of things is a great indicator. If, if like you're fine, just having casual sex all the time, there's, there's no one stopping you. Yeah. Like you can do whatever you need, but eventually you will hit a point where you're just like, this isn't doing it for me. So what are you going to do? You can go the direction of going more extreme more often with crazy situations, or you can go the other direction 
and actually look at other parts of your life. Commitment. Yeah. And find commitment. And because it's the scariest part for a woman to actually, it's not about just sharing your body with somebody because when you have a connective intimate experience, yeah. you're sharing your mind and your heart and you can, the thing is, is it's all energetic and you, you should can be. feel it. It's not just about feeling the guy. It's about yeah. feeling it. You should be. Yeah. If you're not, that's a different story. Yeah. And we're, and we're not suggesting that like, oh, you should only have sex at these, you know, with these people in sure. these circumstances. It's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, is that value yourself. That is the gauge to know where you're at in terms of your relationship with self as it pertains to sex. When I was doing that, yeah, it wasn't a bad time. Right. Yeah. No. (laughs) And and that's the thing. Yeah. Like there was a time and a place for those things. Yeah. Right. And I actually had a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. With a bunch of different ones. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm sounding like way more of a hooker than I really was. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Just, I was experiencing different things so that I can be like, do I like that? Do I like that? Do I like that? It wasn't until, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be straight. It wasn't until I called my brother that I hadn't talked to for a while Mm -hmm. because I was going off the deep end and he's like, I don't have time for this right now, to be honest with you. I got a family and shit. Right. And so I call him and I said, why don't you talk to me? Right. Like, why don't you check on me? And he says, I'm, do you want the truth or not? And I said, of course I do. Are you still fucking dudes on Tinder? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. When he said that to me, yeah, that was his perception. I don't remember maybe one time fucking a dude off Tinder. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was a few other dating apps, but okay. (laughs) I was like, how did you get that perception of me? And he just straight up said it just like that. Mm -hmm. And something inside of me was like, he goes, Romy, he's like, you're my sister. Yeah. He goes, you're like the highest value ever. I put you in the same category as my wife. Right. As a woman. Yeah. My daughter. Yes. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. He goes, so for me to watch that, I like just went away because I was like, I'm not going to sit here and fucking watch you do that. Right. And that hit me extremely to my core. Yeah. And I thought it doesn't make those decisions wrong. There's no right and wrong. Okay. But you do have to look at it. And is that serving you anymore? And I finally was like, that was the end of one night stands Mm -hmm. and having sex with dudes Mm -hmm. because my brother believed in me. He believed my value and I started, you know, started as well. Um, and that's all it took for the domino effect. Right. I would never take those times back. They were crazy (laughs) and fun and I'm not going to take them back. Okay. I got fed birthday cake. It's a whole nother story. But anyway, yeah, I was able to have these sexual fantasies fulfilled. Right. Right. After a marriage of so many years, mm-hmm. and then, then I came back to center, and I go, you don't need all of that crazy right. to still have an amazing sex life. Yep. Right? So True. let's make sure that the listeners know that, the male ones that might want to date me, right? We don't, <laughs> we don't need crazy, you no. know, to... To have an to amazing time. To still have an amazing time, yeah. right? But those times that I did have... Yeah. So, and this is segueing into the next portion that we'll talk about here, but it's important for us to understand, like you just did so eloquently (laughs) is to, is to understand that 
those past experiences, everything's a lesson or a blessing. You're not taking back what happened. Mm -mm. And the beautiful part here is that when we talk about our emotional relationship with ourselves, that's really important to have not just self-compassion. Like you gave the example of your brother when you didn't necessarily believe or value yourself the way that you do now. Right. He He did. did. And you looked at that. You could have made the decision like, I'm no longer going to do that because of an expectation of someone that cares, says that they care about me and I believe that they do. You could feel guilty. You could feel shameful. Those are all those things, right? And those are base level emotions, you know, in terms of frequency when we talk about emotional relationship with self. Now, I mean, you're talking about it in a healthy way. So how does someone go from, I mean, in everybody that's listening, I mean, you could be at a different end of the spectrum. You could be like, emotionally, like, I am so stable. I am so healthy. I have a great relationship with myself emotionally. But we also want to talk about those that are maybe struggling. Maybe they're feeling depressed. Maybe there's some really hard things that they've gone through some trauma. And so the question that I have, Romy, is how does someone that may have done things in the past, like I even had a girl, gosh, when was it? Like just a little while ago, tell me, I think that you value sex a little bit differently than me. Ooh. And I was like, weird. Okay. That's a reflection of how you not only just view sex, but that's how you view your body and how you view yourself. And that like, that sucks. We should do a whole podcast on this topic and I'm not playing, right? Because we've been talking about this for a while, which is cool. But then I think the other day I was talking to somebody that if you are not uh, cool with your body, then you won't get into certain positions. Oh yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. So that's way off topic. It is. (laughs) I mean, people even wear like certain types of clothing, like certain types of lingerie to, yeah, deal with some of that stuff. So that's like a whole hour yeah we can yeah <laughs> but listeners my, let us know yeah we if you want to hear that. that sure right on topic yeah but from an emotional relationship perspective keeping going back to the ideal model maybe yeah. you've created a name for your ego or whatever it is it that just helps you create more awareness of what's going on so you're not necessarily accepting all the emotions that you're experiencing as truth right. i remember in the relation a relationship that i had that lasted about two and a half years it was up and down but I remember so many times where it was like <laughs> I had to constantly remind her of her worth. Mm-hmm. I had to constantly be able to, like, it wasn't just a matter of my love language is words of affirmation over and over and over. That, yeah. I mean, that, but that's what it was. Yeah. And so, like, we have to look at ourselves from an emotional relationship perspective. Some days are good. Some days are bad. But then what happens is, is when those negative emotions come in, if we can separate ourselves from this entity inside of us that telling us that this is who we are, or this is what we're worthy of, or this is what's going to be like play out or whatever it is, we don't have to accept as truth. We can look at it as a separate entity. It's, it's a lot easier for me to tell you, Romy, to do something than to tell myself. It's yeah. so much easier to project, right? Yeah. So why not do that with your ego? So I have a name for my child. Mm. What do you say? Child. Inner child. Inner child. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Ellie. Yeah. She's super cute. She can freaking she's stab you with that horn. Yes. <laughs> she's the unicorn on my arm and she's beautiful, <laughs> but I don't have an ego. Uh, like Sasha Fierce, right? 
when she gets oh. on stage, like Beyonce. It's the same. She, we just yeah. have opposite, opposite so ends I need of the to spectrum. Think on that one. I think it would be like a Robbie or something, <laughs> you know, like masculine. <laughs> That's how I roll. Oh, there you <laughs> right? go. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> but no, this is very, very important stuff because I think a lot of people are ashamed, right? Yeah. And we want to, listeners, uh, provide a safe platform right. with no shame. Yes. Right? It is okay to sleep around. It is okay to masturbate. It is okay to, you know, build a relationship with yourself sexually. However you see fit, there is no judgment. This is coming from me, okay? As long as, hmm. as long as, um, you're happy with it. And that's what it all comes down to, isn't it? You sound like, uh, that's going to sound bad. I don't want you to take this the wrong I'm way. I'm a therapist today. I know, but like, I, I want you to, I want you to take this the right way. An educated woman of wisdom. I was going to say my grandma. You're not my grandma. But, I definitely am but not like your that, grandmother. But, but that last line. Cool. What? I bet she was cool. She was amazing. Yeah. She still is. She's still She's like, what, okay. 96 Lucky now? Lucky you. What? Lucky you. I know, totally. Yeah, I lost both mine, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> what oh, my I, God. What okay, I wanted to say. Let me say this. That reminded me, anyway, that reminded me of a movie that you will not know, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so socially inept. Here we said, go. Right? When he's like, no, it's actually um, for my grandfather. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Did he die? Yeah, World War II. <laughs> <That's> hangover. <laughs> Remember? It reminds me of I've only seen part of it. But oh, I have I'm seen sorry. It. Did he die? <laughs> yeah, it was World War II. <laughs> what the hell? Sorry. So what I was trying Off to topic. say was that last line that you mentioned about you can like you can be okay with this, you can be okay with this, and da 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 as long as you're happy. And that right there is the key. Yeah. Because people don't understand what happiness is. So happiness is a temporary emotion. I, one of the best speeches that I've heard on social media, like in the last five years was done by Matthew McConaughey. And I'm trying to remember, I think it was university of Texas. You guys yeah. can look it up yeah. where he, he gave the speech, you know, to all the graduates. And one of the things he said is understand the difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is a temporary feeling. Joy is some, it's a state of being. It's a state of being where it lasts. Yeah. And so, yeah, you might get a hit by going and having casual sex. You might have these other things happen and you're not going to be judged for it and you shouldn't feel shamed. But here's the thing. You will. Inside, your soul will tell you. Eventually, you will hit a point. Like, keep doing what you're doing and you will eventually hit a point where your soul says, I am done. And you, you may be like, well, my cancer has nothing to do with all the things that I did before. Well, that can be your perception. Everything in us is energy. So whether you are storing it in like certain parts of your body that are going to react physically in one way, or maybe you exacerbate some other part of you, which could be depression or could be like a relational issue that you have with your kids or whatever it is, but it always has an impact. There's always consequences. What? Dis-ease. Dis-ease. Exactly. Yeah. So my point is, is that you're spot on. You're spot on. You don't need to feel the guilt and shame. But what we are saying is, even though there's no judgment from us, nor will there be, you know, go ahead and do whatever you want. But just know that happiness can be there. 
joy can't. And if you really want joy, we're trying to teach you how to get to that next level. That's fair. I almost said if you're content with it, but that's the wrong word too, right? So basically, if you're okay with what you're doing, and that goes for anything in your life. Eventually, it'll catch up to you. Right? Yeah. This was I okay you want. doing one night stands off of dating apps? Yep. At the time, yes. Yeah, exactly. But I always knew we're better than this. Yeah, you always we're know in the back of your this. head and you can keep justifying and there's nothing wrong with, with doing it in the moment. You're just going to learn a lesson eventually. And it's okay. I had to stay on, you know, uh, um, alcohol mm-hmm. and lipodrine fat burners mm-hmm. and all of these things, right? I had to stay on that level to make me feel like it was good yeah and then when you sober why does it not feel right that that's so that's the point right yeah and that's like going back to the last episode yeah the last episode we talked about like the first step in developing self-love you wanted a checklist we're kind of diving into it. it but like the first step of that is having the awareness having the awareness of what you're feeling if you are numbing out in whatever way you're coping you're kind of preventing yourself from actually knowing and listening to your soul what's okay and what's not. Right. We're not being religious. We're not telling you that it's got to be this way or that. Yeah. We're saying listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. If you're not willing to like strip all that other stuff away, including yeah. the judgment of those that say that they care about you, strip all of it away, then look and listen. And what does your soul tell you? That's how you'll know. And honestly, that is the critical part to all four of these pieces, sexual, spiritual, emotional, intellectual. So we've talked a lot about the sexual. We've talked a lot about the emotional and just to like for sake of time and we can guys come back with us. If you want us to dive in further on more of these, we just, we want to be respectful of everyone's time too. Um, Which one do you want to hit next? You want to talk about intellectual, spiritual? What do you want to do? Um, Intellectual self. Intellectual. After talking about so much sex, I really want to have some. <laughs> but yes, let's switch topics. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Aaron's red. Well, I'm not He's red. red. Totally embarrassed him. Just wow. kidding. <laughs> wow. I was going to say, they don't He's have like, any context clues, Romy. They just have your voice and they don't have no idea what's really <laughs> happening over here. Right? You know how when you like... Anyway, you drive by Cafe Rio and you've already envisioned yourself eating the salad, Ooh. right? And you just taste exactly how it's supposed to taste in the dressing and you just, and it tingles behind your, so after 40 minutes of talking about that, we are going to switch to our <laughs> brains. <laughs> Aaron's dying. I love it. So, oh. uh, Stardust, what do you, you came up with the idea of these core four beautiful yeah. things. Yeah. That was your idea. Yeah. So I mean, what does intellectual self, uh, the rela- okay, intellectual we'll say relationship how to develop a strong relationship with intellectual self? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, no, I'm not. I'm trying to follow my intuition here. That's why I said what I did guys. And I paused. Okay. So intellectual self, what I want to talk about here is just the relationship. How do you develop a relationship intellectually with somebody? You have to know your patterns. You, I'm not talking about like you need to go and like read all these books and you need to do all these things. What I'm saying is, is that you really need to take a good look at yourself in terms of how you behave. When there are things that are controlling you rather than you controlling them, that's where the struggle really happens. And from an emotion, I'm not from an emotional, but from an intellectual standpoint, you, it's not about your vocabulary. It's not about 
you know, the degrees or anything like that, but you need to understand what your soul is telling you. And, and so when you're able to have that awareness that we talked about that first step, um, that kind of covers all of these different, um, types of self, when you're able to actually do that, then you're able to look at and say, okay, these behaviors right here aren't aligned with how I truly feel. Like I continually blow up and, you know, say this, or maybe I'm like, I can't make up my mind. Or maybe it's that I just keep putting things off that I really want to. Those are intellectual processes that we continue to play out. And so how do we break that? We, we talked about that first. It, it really comes down to the awareness. But when we have a relationship with ourself, just like any other healthy relationship, Romy, what happens is, is that like sometimes we can engage and be okay with it. Right. And then other times we don't have to be. Right. We can stand up for ourselves. So notice how all of these are integral. I can't even talk. Integral. Yes. And so it's not so much in isolation that you have this sexual being and you have this intellectual being. No, it's all part of the same being. Right. And so that's what's so beautiful about it. From an intellectual perspective, that's what we're saying. Analyze your behaviors, your patterns, and then figure out what your soul's telling you that you need to remove. And then be kind to yourself as you go through that process of removal. You because, want it to all be one. Well, yeah, but, it, but it's about a relationship, right? Right. If I expected my partner to be and act and do exactly everything I wanted every moment of every day, that relationship wouldn't last very long. Right, right. <laughs> and, and that's how it needs to be with ourselves, right? And here's the thing. We talk about the inner child. Like, I'm, this is, gosh, Romy, like, this has been such a wake-up call for me this last week. And I told you about it. Like, okay, guys, I'm just going to share this really fast. Please do. So, like, He's last weekend. had a very, very interesting week full of yeah. meditations and all these great things. Yeah. Yeah. So, last week, I made the choice to go for a run up um, a canyon. And beautiful canyon. Loved the scenery this time of year with the leaves changing color and everything. So, I go out there to start running. And this happened after I had a wake-up call with more of a spiritual healer. And the premise, not the premise, but like the takeaway from that, um, interaction was my inner child hates me, (laughs) 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 like loathes me. I have not been listening for years Ah. and it doesn't mean that I haven't been doing work. It doesn't mean that I haven't been like doing these other things, but they feel like the teenager, like, I don't know how to make it sound like that's been locked up in the closet for years and like you know, you can imagine like in the corner and like some food was thrown under the door and they've just been treated like a poor animal. Like that is, that is essentially how my inner child has been feeling. doesn't mean that's how I treat it. That's how it's been feeling. And I have to, in a relationship, show empathy to that inner child. So for me, from an intellectual standpoint and, and looking at my behaviors and everything else, I'm going up there on a run, right? And my behavior, my pattern is, is like, I know exactly how long it takes before I start losing my breath and where I stop just knowing my behaviors, knowing my patterns. And I'm, and so like I'm taking off and I get a hundred yards in and all of a sudden my inner child says, oh, hell no. And almost wants to drop me. <laughs> and so in, like I, okay guys, just to add a perspective here, Sorry. this is morning. This is not end of day after I've like killed myself. I just stuffed myself with bucked up pre-workout and stack and they're, they're pump. 
So I have probably like three bottles of coffee caffeine inside my system in addition to all this other stuff that's supposed to make me go super hard and super fast. And I went 100 yards and wanted to fall on my knees. Right. And it took that awareness. See, because I had stripped away all of these other things that I had used to cope. Like, no, 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 inner child, you just stay put. I'm good. I'm going to run this thing. Because I had gotten and allowed that inner child to have a voice, yeah. oh, he was not having it. He was being that teenager that was throwing a fit. Yeah. And like I was in that moment and I'm just like, okay, 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 stop, stop. I'm going to stop. What do we need right now? I'm having a dialogue with Matt, right? And, and, and Matt's like, That's my dude, you never listened to me. You never listened <laughs> to me. And so I'm like, dude, I, I just want to run this. Please let me just run. And he's like, no, I need you to finally listen to me. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's a relationship. Sometimes you're on the same page and you're like, good. Everything's great. Awesome. Party. Other times it's not. And this is one of those times. And so then it became more of a conversation of like a negotiation. And I know like a, what does a healthy communication model look like? First, you got to show it. We, we did some prior episodes. Yeah. First, you show empathy. Make sure that they feel understood, that you get where they're coming from. Yeah. And then you can start asking the questions like, what do you need? And then what are we going to do about it? Right. We did do that podcast. Yeah. And, and so I was doing that with myself up the canyon. Yeah. And like people are probably looking at me like, why is he just standing on the trail? What's going <laughs> on? And I'm having this inner dialogue. And what it came to is like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can run for a mile. Go ahead and do that. But I'm going to stop you when I want to. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So I went and I got like a mile and a half in. It's like, okay, stop. And I was like, okay. <laughs> sounds so stupid. I'm, doing, no, I'm not a psychopath. True. I promise guys, this works. This stuff really works. And so then I, I'm literally just walking. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to press the issue. I just want you to know I'm ready to run whenever you're willing to let me. Okay. Right. And so I just continued walking. Didn't say a word and just was listening like a good partner would do in a relationship. Yeah. And then about a quarter of a mile in, he's like, you know what? Go ahead. You can run. I'm like, serious? Okay. But you wanted me to walk. Let me, t this is, this was important. Were you on mushrooms? No. Oh, you were sober. Okay. <laughs> I was unbucked up. <laughs> Everyone's thinking it. So I was just. No, but, but here's the thing. So this is important, just like in a relationship to help someone feel extra understood. You know, when you said, so what do you need? And then we're like, but what else? Sometimes that extra question Oh man, that makes all the difference to not only for them to feel understood, but just to like strengthen that bond. And I needed to intellectually strengthen myself here. So I did that. And I said, you know, you, you asked me to walk and you're telling me I can run now. How about we just walk a little bit further Would that? Would that be okay for you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess. Sure. Like that's what's going sure. on in my head. Right. So I went a little bit longer. So it's, I don't know. I don't know. It was longer than the quarter mile. And then, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to start running now. Are we, are we okay? And he's like, yeah. And then I was able to run the entire rest of the way. And I was like four and a half miles or so. But like that was a negotiation yeah. that was like almost like a terrorist. Like he was trying to take me over. He almost dropped me to my knees, but it was my inner child. Yeah. And, and so intellectually, we have to look at those patterns. That was a healthy pattern going on a run. Sometimes it's a healthy pattern for us to go to work and do these other things. Yeah. 
you had an experience like that. Your body said, oh, hell no, we are not going to work today. So what are we going to do? We can choose to tell our inner child to shut up or we can listen. Yeah. Even though it would have cost us. We knew the consequences, even the judgment of other people. But we honored ourselves. Right? There's a difference between um, hitting snooze 80 freaking times, <laughs> right? Just because you're tired. Yeah. And then literally, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're not doing it. But if you didn't practice your own self-awareness, would you have known the difference? Um, no. I, I needed to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... And that's the critical part. Yeah, last week I had worked myself into oblivion somewhere. Do you know? Yeah. And everything was off. Yeah. Just everything's off, right? And so, yeah, yesterday I decided mental health day, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. And just took the day off from where I was supposed to be. I actually did still, because I was able to take the day off and get clarity, I did um, hit up some health food stores in the area mm -hmm. and now my juice is going to be sold there. That's awesome. Right. So that was good. Yeah. And we still did a few things, but yeah, mental health day. Right. Um, I've done a bunch of hypnosis therapy mm -hmm. with someone and they always bring me, I was the patient mm -hmm. and they always bring me to a place and my inner child is always there. Yeah. Inner child is always there. I'm always there. And then they bring whoever else in. Yeah. So me, you know, inner child and dad, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you telling this story, very, very vital, uh, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. And you're not crazy. <laughs> and what is crazy anyway, right? Yeah. Do we want to be basic bitches or do we want to be a little crazy? Yeah. So you decide. Exactly. But yeah. So I'm fully aware of how vital it is to invite Ellie in, um, you know, and the healing that takes place with that. You have to. You have to. This is non-negotiable. Right. Take care. Tender care of your inner child. Exactly. That's usually what's sad and broken. Mm -hmm. And she says to me, you know, what do you see? And I'm five years old and I'm sad already. And so we dove into this for a couple hours. Yeah. But the inner child, yesterday I was just like, your soul is crying to stop just to stop yeah we've been working ourselves into the ground getting this business going and doing all these things just stop yeah and i thought for five seconds the money that i would be losing and i thought huh you lose a lot more than that yes and i stopped yeah and that's it do you know beautiful. and so you follow yourself and you on the trail <laughs> followed your intuition as well yeah. and listening to matt <laughs> oh my gosh. My ex boyfriend's name. And hey. that's his masturbation ego and his inner child. What? Is that what you said? No, time? I was just throwing a name out they there. Know. They know what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, guys, if you want to know the I'm reason like, oh. why I chose Matt, it was be it had nothing to do with you. That's actually my middle name. Do you Good. Know that? Which was my first name. A lot of people don't know that. No. So my birth name was actually Matthew. And then what happened was after my mom got a divorce, she must have not been the one to choose a name. I don't know. But like after she got her divorce and I was like maybe a month old, I don't know. She went and changed my name. So legally it was, it, it changed to Aaron Matthew. Instead of Matthew Aaron. Well, it was, I don't know if Aaron was in it. I have to go back and look, but 
I did not even know that was your middle name. Yeah, so that's There you go. That. I was like, oh, my God, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Quit thinking okay. of taking it personally. Just kidding. Um, okay. But I think what you just alluded to, and, and I tried to talk about a little bit as well, is also that element of the spiritual. We talk about how everything's so intertwined. And like when we talk about the relationship spiritually, this is the one differing piece where there has to be a belief outside of yourself. It doesn't necessarily mean a higher power. I believe that regardless of what you believe as a higher power, but there needs to be a connection, a relationship with yourself as it pertains to that connection with a higher power. So for whatever that looks like. So as you're going through to develop a stronger relationship with yourself, what does that look like? This has been one of the hardest things for me, Romy, because I've had so many people in my life, when I say fail me, they just haven't shown up consistently. And I, and like, I could blame everybody, but the thing is, is that I brought those experiences into my life to help me learn certain lessons. And I've repeated them because I didn't learn the damn lesson. Right. So that's, that's the truth. But what's interesting is I got to the point where then you start blaming God. You're like, and, and I've seen, I've talked to other women, especially, um, within Utah, within the, you know, the culture that exists here, there have been situations where those in authority within that culture have actually done horrible, horrific things to women or to children or to whatever. And they, to just people, not just women, but because of that, like there is this idea of God, like you betrayed me. Because that was supposed to be that culture that's tied to God, like you betrayed me. And so they end up leaving the institution that supposedly provided that connection. And what I'm trying to say here is that regardless of an institution or fallible people, there is a higher power in my opinion. But even if you don't believe that, there is something outside of you that is greater than you. And for you to discover more of what that is, is to discover more of who you are truly. Right. And so as you learn more about yourself, what your where, where does compassion come from? Where does love come from? Where, where do these big questions, where do they all come from? As you understand yourself, as it pertains to that, yeah. then you actually know more about what is out there beyond you. So who is God? What is, what is God? As you, as you answer yourself those questions, you understand that. You understand he or she or however you define it. Yeah. And so if we are going to have a relationship, we also have to understand that sometimes if, in fact, there is something bigger than us, yeah. they may not necessarily want us to have roses and butterflies every hour of every day. Right. We might need to learn something every now and then. Right. So what does that look like? So I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, I was, <laughs> no, you're right. I was thinking like things that we need to do. Okay. Because as you're talking, if I'm a listener, not because of what you're saying, yeah, but if I'm a listener, I'm thinking to myself, man, I've been, there's been times in my life where this concept of having a relationship with myself or self-love, self-worth, right? Seems extremely impossible. Yeah. And how do I even start? Yeah. This is a huge thing. And guess what? It's uh, even more than that. It's actually very stereotypical. Yeah. Yeah. 
right? It is. Very cliche, stereotypical. Self-love and self-worth and someone, you know, it someone's is. getting a throat punch. I swear. <laughs> I do that a lot, right? Metaphorically. Yeah, I've seen you throat punch so many people. I lately. have done it so many times. People don't even know, right? <laughs> I hope they can feel it. I'm going to do a voodoo doll, but I'm going to do it of me so that I can give myself a back massage. Anyway, um, so how do we start? Let's give them yeah. some actual tangible, usable things mm. to go forward with. Is that fair? Yeah. Because that's what I would want if yeah. I was a listener yeah. listening to a podcast about relationship with yourself mm. and how beautiful this thing is and self-worth and self-love. Okay. So I'll start. Go ahead. Um, after my divorce. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you're just tuning in. He had an affair. Mm. What that does to someone, I can only speak for a woman because the you the affair was very unique mm-hmm. and i bring this up for a specific purpose before i used to bring it up as a victim now i bring it up for a specific purpose yeah so he had an affair at his work mm-hmm. she was also married mm-hmm. they had kids we did not i would meet with the ex-husband and we kind of developed a friendship like man what the f actual happened actually happened mm-hmm. okay and so we would go, you know, go to dinner platonically and mm. just have this relationship like, damn, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We just got took. <laughs> yeah. And we were both like tons of years, right? Eventually he looks at me and he says, Romy, I'm really worried about you. Mm. And I was like, oh, why? And he was like, because, and I could tell he was kind of moving on, right? Yeah. Without me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but no. I want to stay in victim mode, right? <laughs> and he was just like, I know, but you got to like let it go. Yeah. You got to find a way to let it go. Yeah. And I remember sitting there thinking, damn, he's like leaving me, you know? Yeah. Like emotionally leaving me. Yeah. Good for him. That's what I say now. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Because he had to. He had to do that for himself, right? Exactly. And I was like, no, I want to be stuck back here. Yeah. So I thought, what do I do? Right. What am I going to do? How are you ever going to get over this? Right. I had no tattoos when I was married. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought to myself of this ego mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Yeah. Of this alter ego of what I would want to be. Right. And there's not really a lot of real human beings that I would want to be. Right. Okay. I'm going to throw it out. I'm going to bust chuck the shit out of her. <laughs> we grew up with Oprah. I won't get all into it, and it is not a race thing, but there are some things that came out last year about her that is just yeah, not okay. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Factual things. Mm-hmm. Just not okay. Right. And we grew up with this woman that's worth billions of dollars preaching about goodness. Right. And doing so much goodness for the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take any of that away from her, <laughs> but you can't be shady. In certain areas and good in others and have, well, you know. Well, we all are. But here's the thing. that, And I just want to point this out to everybody. Like, as you're going to check in with your alter ego. Right. You got to understand that the person, the people that you are interacting with, Oprah, or there's plenty of other people. I'm I know because she's huge they, and everybody knows. I've known so many, not so many. Right? I can't use Linda down the street. <laughs> no, but these people in power positions, yes. I know that with a lot of their wealth, they give a lot of it away for charity. There's there's something in the mind, like you have to, as it pertains to some part, some shadow part of yourself, you have to do something good 
to be able to justify enough. They're like, there's a scale in our heads where it's like, I have to tip the scales enough this way, even if it's not related at all. And it, it may pale in comparison to the, the horrible things that we're doing on the other end. Like I'm thinking more of friends. She keeps. Yeah. Let's say Epstein Island. No, I, I get That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. No, I, I completely right? understand. So you just go, man, you looked up to this person. Right. I used and to listen to her stuff betrayed. all the time. Yeah. Right. And so I just go. And so I'm sitting there with him and I'm doing this alter ego thing. And I think there's no human, Do there's no human be. being that I would want to be like. Yeah. There's not besides the best version of me. And I can honestly say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't look at, I mean, I dressed up like Cindy Crawford mm-hmm. for Halloween. Mm-hmm. She's amazing <laughs> right as a beauty like yeah. hell yeah i'll be cindy crawford right yeah. but i don't want to be like her right not because she's bad but yeah. just i don't want to yeah so i had to come up with a fictional character mm-hmm. so i came up with a fictional character and mary poppins mm-hmm. is always it for me i love that movie first of all the old school one yeah and so i got this tattoo on my thigh mm-hmm because I literally thought to myself, what do we do all day long, right, without even thinking about it? We pee. And so if <laughs> we we're peeing. All day long. <laughs> I'm serious. If we pee all day long, right? We're going to the bathroom all day long. Okay? Because I could say you drink water all day long. Yeah, if you do well, it you all day long, you'll probably pee a lot more. Yes. Right? Keep so going. you pee all day long. And so I'm like, where can I put this thing? So I got this tattoo, mm-hmm. my first one, and I put it right on my thigh. Right, so that every single time I sat down, I got Mary freaking Poppins on my thigh. Yeah. And it literally says in the umbrella, practically perfect in every way. Oh wow. Now, when I got, you know, cheated on, mm-hmm. I was low. Yeah. That's the lowest I've ever been. Yeah. Right? Seriously. Yeah. Like how am I gonna get off the kitchen floor low? Yeah. And so I can think back to that time and I think I got this tattoo, and every time I went pee, I literally read, practically perfect in every way, practically perfect in every way. It's very important what we put in our minds. We both know that, and so do the listeners. So within a month and a half, two months, it literally started getting in my psyche. Mm. And that's how my self-worth, it's nothing like it is now. Yeah. But that's how it started. Right. So that's just my story. Yep. Right. So that worked for me. Mm-hmm. And Mary Poppins is like, I'm going to tell George Banks what's up, <laughs> which is totally me. Right. <laughs> She's not married. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. She don't need no man. Okay. <laughs> but she's amazing with children, does not have any of her own. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she flies south for the winter. <laughs> right. Probably to Bora Bora. So she is definitely. Pretty similar to Romy. Yeah. But she is. That's so so cool. I could relate to her, even though she's fictional. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see these words all the time and get them in my mind yeah. all the time, right? And so it's a funny story, but it's the truth. And that's it just started changing uh, my self-worth and self-love, right? And then also, mm-hmm. let's keep the train going here because that was when I first got divorced. And this has been four years ago. Yeah. But... Um, Stopping the one night stands. Yeah. We'll fast forward to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Stopping the giving my sexual being away to men that don't deserve it. Right. 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 So stopping that. Yeah. That helped my self-worth a lot. Oh, it does. Right. It does. So that's a tiny piece. I'm trying to think of tangible things that actually make sense to people on how I started developing. Um, 
because it's deeper than the gym. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had a birthday on August 20th, and I stopped going to the gym because I burned myself out going twice a day. Yeah. I have not been back since. <laughs> I do pay the membership, but I have not have been not back, back since. Yeah. Right? And I go, when are we going back, Romy? We're checking in with ourselves, right? Because you probably should, right? This is the hardest thing to get started again. It is. Yeah. And that's the truth. So mm-hmm. I'm checking in with myself, like, how is that playing in the schedule? Yeah. We don't need to make excuses anymore. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Now what are we really doing? Right. Right? It's just deeper than that, though, because I still have self-worth and self-love mm-hmm. just like I did without going to the gym. Yeah. So, man, do you know? <laughs> and you don't need any of the fake stuff either. No. But I will preface that it does make you feel good. Yeah, Right. I love going to blow dry bars mm-hmm. and getting my hair done. Aaron got me a gift certificate else. for my birthday. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> right? And so that is a, uh, did I say blow dry? Are you you said blow dry. I thought you were saying blow job bars. And I was Man. like, what? I was Those like, exist? why is he laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, where are they? They are not in Orem. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, they'd be shut <laughs> right? down. Right? The blow dry bars in Orem. <laughs> no, I'm Those glad that not. you used that um, birthday gift. So that is... Um, Right? Yeah. So the tattoo and the, the things like that, right? Um, I like a clean environment. Mm-hmm. That plays in a lot too, right? When my house is a disaster, it's uh, everything's a disaster, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's, I don't know if that's not really self-love and self-worth, but um, I'm doing that for myself. So. Yeah. Observationally, that, that makes a lot of sense. Right. The people that I know that are struggling with the chaos inside, they try to control and clean everything around them. Sure. <laughs> that doesn't That's make fair. it a bad thing to actually clean up. Doesn't make it a bad thing even if you are OCD. No. When my ex-boyfriend broke mm-hmm. up with me uh, and he left, I literally had to clean every single thing. Yeah. New bedding, new everything. Yeah. And I was just like, that was my way. And it was a way of setting yeah. that. That's a different topic, but it is it is true. So yeah. um, the self-love, the self-worth, but the developing a relationship with yourself yeah. is just deeper. It totally and is. And it is checking in. You always say this yeah. and you yes. sound like a record and uh-huh. it's because it's valuable. Yeah. Checking in. Yesterday I checked in thousands of times Mm -hmm. to see why do you feel guilty for sleeping until 11 you haven't done that for probably a year yeah why why do you feel guilty doing that right so i was building a new relationship with myself yesterday yeah right but those are just tiny things for me you can add in if you want um how to build a relationship with yourself so we've talked about sex we've talked about yeah spiritual emotional intellectual yeah I'm going to, because they're I'm all gonna, important as yeah, a whole. Yeah. And we've talked about conceptual things. We've yeah. shared some great stories and I think, I think that's super helpful. I want to make it super applicable right now. Thank you. So some basic things, when I say basic, they don't have to be, they can be very profound. Oh, not hinge basic girl. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? What? Oh, so I have a Rolodex brain. I apologize. No, I love the Rolodex. You keep spinning that. It's, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) We got to have the humor here. So the first thing that I would say is breathe, breathe. And if you can pay attention to your breath, you will have control over your mind and your body. I agree with you. If you pay attention to, and and sometimes like to start just so you guys know, like, cause most times, especially when you're stressed, and people say, like you pointed out, you saw a couple drive and you're like, they're probably content. 
people are basic because that's the max that they can handle right then. They can't take any more. That made me sound really judgmental. No, no, no. You're good. You're good because most of us, most, like, I live under the premise that people are doing the very best that they can at that point in time. They look depressed. That's why I brought them up. Yeah, but, but that's my point is just that, like, people can be depressed and they're still doing their very best. That's fair. And that's, and that's, and that's, there's no judgment. It's hard. That is what it is. And, but the thing is, is that even if you set on your phones, an alarm to go off that tells you to breathe like even three times a day. If you do that, you will set a new pattern because here's another thing that's important when we talk about the intellectual side, when you, when you, it's not about like fighting, we talk about surrender and that's the way forward. You can't fight your, you can't fight your ego. You can't, it'll win. It tried to drop me down Provo Canyon onto my knees. Like you will always beat you. And Better so get chased by a cougar. Yeah, that's true. I felt like I that got chased one sick. time. I went up that same canyon this year and had the impression to turn around and run. I remember you told me. I was like, yeah, oh, God, yeah, I think that you gave really me the were. chills. I think you really were when you told me that. Yeah. Sorry. But, but the point being is, is that like we get into these habits, we get into these patterns. And when you have a bad, not bad, but you have a pattern that you can rise up and level up and you don't need that old pattern anymore. You need to fill it with something new. You really do. There's the way our brains are wired, the synapses that fire, there's pathways. But because of the programming, even if you like, even if like, if imagine like you're going down a road and there's a, and it, there's a fork in the road. You can't just like say, I'm no longer going to go down that fork and just go down the right. Because, because of the programming, you could like, continue to go down that, that one path, but you still have that other fork and it's very easy to veer back off to that same fork. And so what you do is you create something new that's healthy. And so then it's not a choice of like, I've got to do this. Right. It's, I've got two positive things that I can choose from now. Oh, I actually like that. And so when we go through and develop this relationship, because sometimes it's like, it's going to be great and it's easy. And other days is super hard. We're always trying to do the very best we can at that moment in time. And so when we breathe, even if you have to put those alarms in your phone, you're creating a healthy pattern for you to check in with self and just breathe. And that will do not only the physiological effect of lowering blood pressure, increasing oxygenation to the brain, giving you the ability to have more clear thought. All of those things are going on just by breathing for two minutes consciously. But that's stuff. I do that, agree with you. Yeah, and that and that's just one little thing you can change your entire life is breath. That's I mean that falls into meditation too. That's one way to do it. But you can be anywhere and breathe. That's the you one. You don't need a full no. intimidating no. meditation. No. Is that fair? No. You just need. You, you don't a need your singing minutes. bowls. You don't need someone doing chants. Couple minutes. Yeah, and you don't need to jump on YouTube to make sure you find the right thing to listen to. Yeah. Just breathe. What I have noticed lately, I used to. So many years, right? Mm-hmm. Before probably this year. Um, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> this year, our bodies, we know exactly what to do. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah. We do. We do. If you stop and you breathe, like you said, I mean, I'll do it right now. Thank you. And, and to clarify too, guys, another thing that's super helpful as you breathe is diaphragmatic breathing. So what that is, is your diaphragm is just below your chest, right? So if you want to put your, your hand over your stomach area, like towards the middle, 
you can feel that rise. That's your diaphragm. And so ideally I do either box breathing cause that's very intentional. Meaning like you breathe out for a certain amount of seconds, you hold it for a certain amount of se- same amount of seconds, you breathe in for the same, and then you hold it again and you just create that box. That's good for panic. Yeah, it's good for panic. It's for a lot of things, panic, but, but it's the, it's the intention. You're consciously aware of your breath, whatever works for you is best, but you do want to engage more than just your throat to get air in. You want to engage your entire body and diaphragmatic breathing is super helpful for that. Okay. So that's one thing. Can I mention one other? Why do you ask me permission? I swear, you guys. Because she I went off, and so I'm like, him around. <laughs> Sorry, that was being passive aggressive. Right? Can I please? <laughs> He's not like that, ladies. I really am not. I think we should do a podcast. I was going to let you talk, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Like a dating thing for Aaron. Why me? Yeah. Why are I'm going to interview you, and we're going to do an interview. Oh. To get you some dates. I don't Not because you're desperate, but I because it would dates. be fun. <laughs> I just thought of this. I am so picky. I know. I wasn't And guess what? This is the thing that blows my mind. At you. Hey, this is the thing that blows my I mind. I thought really. it was going to be fun. I need to tell you this. Please. It blows my mind. The girls that I, and I get it. I, I can, like, I cognitively get it, but it still is like so frustrating. Like this happened today. I'll go up and introduce myself to an attractive woman and I'll just be me. Hi, how are you? My name's Aaron. What's yours? You know, which is crazy. That's ballsy. And, and it's I just, no any other word for that. It's just, okay. But here's the thing. Okay. This is the experience, right? Yeah. So I, I bust my butt at the gym when I work out, I'm not there for like all of the other people I'm there to work out and I'm just drenched in sweat. And this attractive woman, like she, you know, the women that like they're weight, wearing makeup to the gym and everything else. She's still working out, but like, yeah, she's, she's there. And I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm just going to go introduce myself. Like I'm making sure my hands not sweaty and so things gross. like that. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't smell bad or anything like that. Okay, guys, I do check myself. I am very yeah. hygienic for sure. In fact, like now, I actually shower before I go just because I want to make sure I'm good. It's funny, I know. Anyway, so. <laughs> Thank you. But here's, but here's the here. point, Romy. Like, I was completely vulnerable in that situation and, like, you know, introduced myself. And, like, I don't want to share too many details on this because I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know her. We don't know her. Um, so. What happened here in general terms was I got her number and tentatively asked for a date. She said yes for this weekend. I don't need to be set up on a bunch of dates. I wasn't going to set you up on a bunch of dates. But I just wanted to share this. that would be so fun. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened was is that like after I got her number and everything else left and then texted – and when I texted her, she came back and was like, I was nervous, but I would need to tell you that basically, like, I, why did she say it? Like, I'm not ready to date date right now. And things are complicated. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? So often, Romy, this is the point I'm trying to make. So often, I can come across as me. And I guess it intimidates the hell out of certain women 
that happen to be attractive that I'm like, I don't invest. I, I, I was wanting to tell her, I'm like, have you seen, go talk to all these other women around. There's some attractive women around. Go ask them if I introduce myself to them. Have I? Have I introduced myself to them? I'm not saying that you're doing me, like, this isn't about me, but I'm just saying that, like, I find you attractive. I see worth in you. Why can't you see worth in you enough to actually want to continue to engage? It just she blows my mind. What? She was single? Yeah. Okay, I normally would feel like I was bus checking somebody, but because Aaron has been so honest on this podcast, oh, and so the listeners already know, then I don't <laughs> feel like I am bus checking, so I feel like I can say this. Say whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. How are, how is it that you are still attracting the same people, the same person? We know the answer to that. Yes, I haven't learned the lesson. Okay, because even but this that? was an opportunity to learn that lesson, and I feel like I did. Oh, I hold I held the boundary. Um, yeah. But I'm just saying that, like, where are we getting someone that's like, yeah, and then I got lots of stuff to work on, and, mm-hmm. and right? Yeah. So I have so a theory about have? this. It's not always true because I don't want. Here's the thing: I say this, and women are going to start looking at themselves and be like. It, not to do with me, but That's they're going to be looking at like, well, am I that attractive? Because I'm not experiencing this. I have a theory okay. that those women that have been, that are super physically attractive, there's women that are like attractive in so many other ways too. And I, and I get that. But for, for the level of man that has no depth and they're only focused on the physical, a woman that doesn't necessarily have self-love, but was blessed with physical attributes that are very attractive. Yeah. It's very hard for them to have the self-love to hold a boundary. And so they continue to attract men that use and abuse them that basically reinforce that they are worthless. So even though on the outside, they look like this amazing, beautiful shell, there's nothing on the inside. And so my theory is that a lot of women that I tend to go after, they've never had the opportunity to do the self. They've had the opportunity. They've never taken the opportunity for self-love because the moment they get out of that last toxic relationship with a douchebag, they get right back into another one because they never take the time to do exactly what we're talking about, how to build a solid relationship with themselves to have an amazing relationship with another person. That is my theory. Here's what I think. Okay. They date these guys uh-huh. that are basic bitches. <laughs> That's and probably that true. is fair. Yeah. Then they meet this beautiful creature, Aaron. <laughs> right? I don't know what I Who is that very attractive physically. Thank you. Right? Mm-hmm. That's not a question. Um and then <laughs> and then they start talking to you inside, right? Uh-huh. And you're so freaking deep. These are all compliments. So freaking deep. Who goes up to the mountains and talks with his inner child, <laughs> Matthew, uh, and has arguments on the trail with Matthew um, <laughs> about bettering their lives? Yeah, Okay. Mm-hmm. And then nobody I know, you know, is so intuitive all day long. This is not an act. 
No. This is not an act. So no. what happens is we got Sally and you meet her and she's like, Aaron's smoking freaking hot. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And then she goes, oh shit. I'm going to go back to George because he ain't going to test me. Yeah. I don't have to be better. But how, how would I test? It's not even me that's testing. You're just being you. This well, is I'm being not me. a staff. No, no, no. But my point no, is. You are not this coaching is... them. You are not testing them on purpose. It is who you are. And I do the same thing. Right. But this is the key I want to make come for the women who are listening. People come into our world, Aaron. Yeah. Our world, you and I. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because we are amazing. Yeah. I will say it. And I will not downplay us. Yeah. We work damn hard to be as amazing as we are in tons of aspects. But okay? the difference for me, as I understand for you, yeah. guys, their brains are different. For girls, they create an entire story. When they start looking at a dude, and you've talked about this, okay. when they look at a dude and they have like a couple interactions with him, like they're already storytelling to themselves how everything's going to end up in them in a castle and all this other happily ever after. Like they go all the way to the end a lot of times. So what I'm saying is, is that like the story that they tell themselves and the place they put themselves in that story is the reason for the test. It's not me testing. Of course you're not testing. But that's my point. Yeah. So when we say hollow shell. Yeah. I'm not saying that they don't have a heartbeat. What I am saying is, is that they cannot separate themselves. They cannot see the worth in themselves enough to play that story out where there's a happy ending. They are only going as far to the point where they feel they're worthless. When I say worthless, they feel less than that. They can't compete. They can't measure up that they can't do these things. And then it's like, okay, end of script. We got to bail. Okay. And I did nothing. There's and I'm sitting on the other person. end. I'm just like, what? What did I say? What did I do? Nothing. It wasn't Stop me being a coach. It. I didn't go deep with Stop them. Stop asking it. I know. Be yourself. I know. F all that. <laughs> right? It's just frustrating. That's all. It's frustrating. But you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Just being you. Yeah. And this was a good test. Right? We'll see what happens. And I may not have all the information and things may change and be like, okay, well, well this thing. week, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. Right? We don't go down. No. Well, I do sometimes, but we don't go down. Right. Right? We don't to meet down. people at theirs. No, but that's they part of up. that's part of the relationship with self, guys. We're being yeah. completely vulnerable here. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, I could say the old me would do X, Y, or Z. But in this case, with this person that I met at the gym again. Yeah. <laughs> But this, this person that I met. My goodness, I had leatherheads in there 85 times. You can have the gym all you want. <laughs> but but it's it's about the right. relationship with self too, you know? It's like I can allow myself to say something that might come across as needy. I haven't been. But I'm just saying, like, I can be compassionate with self. I as think I, if somebody meets you at the gym, yeah, it's the difference. I'm like... <laughs> Oh God! Hey, no. how are you? It's the difference between like, should I go to the gym or should I just stay home and Netflix and chill? Mm. Dating you is going to be a step up. It is. Okay. But it's not me doing or saying anything. You are so funny. missing the point. I'm not missing. I'm gonna I get, get it. it. I'm gonna get this point, and everyone's gonna hear me. I'm gonna get this point. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. It's nothing you're doing. I know. I always walk around life like, how am I pissing everyone off? How? Right? Yeah. I'm so strong and awesome. Yeah. 
I'm only pissing people off. Somebody once asked me, are strong people leaving your life or just the weak ones? Yeah. And I go, holy shit. Not everyone is leaving my life. Yeah. People are staying. But there's a dynamic, Romy, between, because a lot of people can hear that and like, well, I guess I just have a strong personality. Like, no, you could be very standoffish. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that that person could be very standoffish. That person could be so full of themselves. They could be in complete denial. The difference that I see, and I know you're pointing to, you're pointing to me right now, but what I want to say is, is that as you do your own check-ins, as you develop that relationship with self, what you do see is the ability to be compassionate even while being strong. And that's where the yes. test lies. You talked about this last week between you and I about certain individuals where you went out of your way to show love and compassion. And what did they do? They slapped you in the face right back. Mm-hmm. That does not, that does not diminish that, um, you know, that, how do I say it? Like you are still being your strong self, but you are able to still be compassionate, even though you were being told like, once again, Romy, don't be compassionate to people. They're just going to be out of your lives because they can't handle you. Yeah. No, because that might not have been the lesson to be learned. The lesson could have been that like, even though you couldn't handle me because I have a stronger you know, personality, right. I can still show up with love. And it, te- it speaks more about them and how they handle life than it does about you. And so and you just proved my point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get you it. You keep saying, it's no, I didn't do anything. No, I didn't do anything. I didn't. I'm totally in trouble. I didn't do anything. I know. And I'm saying, yeah, no because shit, it's not Sherlock. about me. I know. Right? Dating you is not going to be easy. <laughs> You're really helping out and the listeners. And you are missing the point when I say that. <laughs> I'm not. Dating Romy is never going to be easy. Yeah. I it know. will be a challenge in the area of, yeah. right? If you step to me, uh-huh. you better, you better be ready because we're going to the top. Yeah. I said, we are going to the top. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody dating me mm-hmm. isn't ready to go to the top, they're not going to, it's going to be a real terrifying yeah. ride for them. Yeah. And it's going to not be easy. You're thinking of easy in a different context than I am. Okay. We are beautiful souls. You're making souls. assumptions right now. Oh, I am with your face looking at me. No, no, because I already we are know where I'm going. Amazing yeah. people, yeah. and I actually think we're badasses to date. Sure, I do. I think anyone would be lucky to date us, not because of things that we've collected over the years that we've done really well, right, right. but because we're actually really freaking fun and cool, and all of the things, right? Yeah. And so, but dating us, Aaron, is not a simple thing because we are so deep. So, right. Well, do you get me? I, I get you, Romy, but here's the thing I want everybody Shoot. to understand. This isn't even about me. This isn't about Romy. Dating me, dating you is easy. It is incredibly easy for the right person. For the right person. And this is the thing that people need to understand. You have to match energy. So like, we, we talked a little bit about this earlier in the podcast and I, and I'd love to wrap up with this, not just from my side, you can finish, yeah. but like what I, what I want to say is, is that like when you match energy with somebody, they may come from a different background. They may be younger or older than you. They may have like a different, 
you know, education level. There might be just different dynamics, even family dynamics. Um, it's all about energy. And so, yeah, you can only rise to the level that someone's willing to meet you. If you're in a partnership with someone that's not willing to go that high, you're right. It's going to be a battle, but that's the thing. It would be super hard to date me if you're at that level. There you go. Thank you. I know. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I know. yeah. And but he always makes it so. But the point. Eloquent. But the point. I mean, for everybody, is it like you are accepted wherever you're at? There's somebody out there for you. So, it's just a matter of what. What do you really believe about yourself? Right. What type of relationship do you want to build with yourself? Yeah. And that's going to dictate the type of amazing relationship you can have. I struggled, not struggled, but I questioned why my ex-girlfriend that I proposed to and then we called it off and it was like two and a half year relationship or so, why like within six months she was already engaged. I was, and I saw the pictures. I'm like, how in the world did you end up with him? That didn't like make any sense. you guys were engaged a couple times, right? And it didn't work. Yeah, but I, then... I, I assumed they went through it and they got married. Yeah. And, I, and I started to ask myself, I was, I was like, well, Aaron, you know all that you have all the tools like you don't need to take this personally yeah and i was like yeah I, I don't take it personally but it really made me wonder i'm like what did he have that i didn't yeah. and i understood now that that is the wrong question it's not about what does he have that i don't it's what energy was he at when he met her and so yeah what i'm not saying that i'm better than anybody else but they were a better match energetically and i think that's Isn't that freeing yeah, it totally is. And I think that for everybody to, to look at it like why past relationships didn't work out, you can say, yeah, she cheated on me. Yeah, like we were so incompatible sexually or whatever it is. You can strip all of the experiences away and just look at it and say energetically, literally, when you guys were together intimately, were you on the same level? And that doesn't mean just sex, yeah. but intimately, were you on the same level? And it doesn't have to be that like, oh, yeah, I didn't know myself sexually. We talked about that stuff. Yeah. But it really comes down to like, do you match? Do you match energetically? And, and everybody will find their person. We're both going to the top. I'm not going to date you, Romy. Sorry. Shit. But what I am going to say is, is that like we are super easy to date the right person. And I'm just super excited for you because you got a great future ahead of you. I don't know what's going to happen for me, but it's going to be wonderful. Not whatever it is, so. Anyway. We're both awesome. <laughs> I agree. Right? Yep. Yes. Do you so. want some more bus tires? Go ahead. I'm kidding. I won't. <laughs> I was trying to. You see, this is. They heard it. I tried to compliment him, and he made it all beautiful, but didn't take the compliment. So Did we'll I let not? you have Thank a free you. card today. I apologize. We'll if let I didn't. you have a free card today. Okay. Right? I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. No, I. Easy might be the wrong word. Um, yeah. You know. I'm sorry. I, I just, I'm going to stick to it. No, F it. I'm going to stick to it. Okay. Dating me is probably, dating me is freaking fun. Yes. It's fun. Yeah. And I will make you better. If you are with me, I will make you better. Yeah. Or you'll leave. Yeah. And those are the options. Yeah. So it's not that easy because I do require a shit ton from someone. Because guess what? I'm going to give it to. Yeah. So. I'm not going to downplay myself today. I'm going to let that one ride. And no, it would not be easy dating me. And I will only speak for myself. Yeah. Because 
I expect a lot because I give a lot. Okay. Exclamation. <laughs> right? And I expect nothing and I will match the person that's at where I'm at. And depending on their trajectory and what they want to accomplish in life, then there could be a potential. So the listeners are going to be very excited because next week we are going to get updates <laughs> on Hinge Basic. Oh gosh. And she probably will just delete me. Gym rat. <laughs> yeah, gym rat. She's not a gym rat. She's she's an amazing woman. So. I'm kidding. Yeah, we'll see. My words, not his. Don't judge him. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Roman. Stay real. Stay, Stay real. real. Yes. In everything. Exactly. That's what I got to say today. Yep. And build that relationship with yourself. Core four, all areas. Get real. Take some breaths and make sure you're checking in. Yeah. You taught me that. Yeah. And it works every day for me. Oh, and I was going to mention Thank one you. thing before I sign off. Journal. Journal. Free write. Not just journal. Free write. Let you it did roll. it this week. Yeah. Let your inner child talk to you. Sometimes, like for me, I can visualize and that's why I worked on the trail. Other times, it's helpful to just sit there with a pen. And if you feel like you're going to judge yourself as you free write, use a pencil. But don't erase it. And just write down whatever comes and don't judge. It could be really dark or it could be really helpful. That's not the point. It's building a relationship. Sometimes in that relationship, you need to allow that partner, or in this case, your inner child, to just get ugly with you. And, and that doesn't mean you have to accept it as truth. That's another reason, like we said, use, use a name or whatever to identify it as something external of you that's telling you those things. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Good job. <laughs> okay, guys. We're amazing. Thanks, listeners. All right, thanks. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Romy and Aaron Show. Make sure and follow us on Spotify or Apple to get the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Facebook at Romy Estes Meston. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Says. So until the next episode, be kind and use your wise mind. And and save a horse, ride a unicorn.